Hey there, everyone. This is Cass with SCNS Live. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the video version of this, you can check it out on YouTube. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome to an all new episode of SCNS Live, the super cool nerd show. Thank you for coming back for another week of news, nerdtree, uh, and just two hosts on this show. Because Ricardo ain't here, but don't worry, the change is coming. It's coming. I'm telling you what's coming. Anyway, <clears throat> sorry, spill my whiskey over here. Not that I drink and work the board, because that would be irresponsible. Is that why you have a bottle of emergency whiskey next to the board? Well, that's where I put that. It actually actually has a version. I thought that was funny. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back for another week of news, nerdery, and also coming this Saturday. A little surprise, something coming back. I'm so happy. We're so happy. But I don't do this show by myself. My name is Jason the X. That lady over there, in a stupid pirate hat, is Cora. Because pirates, I mean, pirates are dumb. You can. We both accept that. I'm, you, I'm pretty sure you agree with me when I say pirates are dumb. No. Ninjas are far superior. Okay, but we brush our teeth. Openly gay lady pirates existed, and they were much more feared than the men. Just some, uh, no. some, gay history, for Pride Month. The idea of openly gay lady pirates is actually kind of anyway. Mm-hmm. Not gonna not gonna argue that I really I really have no argument there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we'll go ahead and announce it this Saturday, and look for more announcements on our Facebook page. So you want to go over there, <laughs> Facebook.com/scnslive, and on our Twitter and Instagram at scnslive because D and D is returning. To this channel. We will be streaming live on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash SCNS Live. Make sure you join us. Should be going down about uh, 4 p.m. I, yeah, I think I, is what we were planning to go live. Yeah, it, it it may be a little late depending. It all depends. Only because we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, so there's some setup, there's some cleaning Oh, there's uh, so much cleaning. Oh, there's it's not that bad. It's been worse. Sh- I'm sorry. Should I should I should I move the camera around? No, you should not move the camera around. I have been <laughs> pandemic coping without people. And I fill that <laughs> void with stuff on the walls. And now I've run, I'm running out of walls. I'm actually going to start putting stuff over the doorways. Do you think that's, that's more more uh, Megazords above the no. doorways? Like, I, there's some room there. You know? No. Jason? There is. I mean, you know, there's, um, there's a little bit okay, of wall. So- you you th- there. Okay, so you think we're having D&D on Saturday. What's actually going to be happening is an intervention. Okay, first of all, I hope you got a forklift for my intervention. Because <laughs> y'all, y'all better pack a lunch. <laughs> anyway. But yes, we will be returning with an all-new campaign. We have uh, visited our friends, Cat and Cass, which was a, a wonderful experience. And, you know, I got to see Mia again, which is very wonderful experience 
Hold on a second while I recall that just a moment. She even got to sit up front with you. Oh, that was going to happen anyway. Anyway. (laughs) But yes, this will be Kat's campaign will be our new Dungeon Master. Mm -hmm. Um, I am playing for the first time a cleric, which I am stoked to play, actually, because I've been so basic in playing fighters in all of our games. (laughs) you're gonna have fun with cleric oh god it's 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 my, my god but Bahamut um they're so boss when they get like cats like showing me mm-hmm. and I'm like she's like okay show me your spells I'm like okay I got cure and bless right there and she's like show me all your spells I'm like I don't know what spells and she like hits the manage spells button on D&D Beyond which they don't sponsor us good program and I just see like <laughs> whoop, oh here are all your cantrips here are all your spells. You can have five of them. Yes! And I will be playing a rogue for the first time in my D&D career. Cause I, Never? Really? Nope. I've played cleric, and I have played ranger, and I have played bard. Oh, we're going to mess this all up. We are going to just mess it all up. And Mia's playing a ranger for the first time. The, um... The Joe Cat video of Cleric just makes more sense now. Look at all the damaging spells like Guiding Bolt and Does My Hand Smell Funny and Buddy Cop Weapon. Buddy Cop Weapon is my favorite. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Please uh, look for more announcements on that. But, yes, Saturday live on our Twitch channel. We're playing some D&D. But, speaking of gaming. Approaching very quickly is E3 2021, and already we have an interview plan that we'll be posting to the YouTube channel with some interesting game creators. We're going to show their uh, their trailer that they sent over in just a little bit up here, but Life Slide looks really good. It looks so pretty. (laughs) Just think Paper Airplane meets, I don't know, Glide Simulator? I didn't play Glide Simulator. I don't. I didn't. I, I don't think there's a Glide Simulator game. I'm just making. It's basically paper airplanes. You are a paper airplane flying through some of the most gorgeous environments you've ever seen, with really calming music. Oh yeah, and some beautiful backgrounds. We're gonna get into oh, that, but yes, yeah. we'll be interviewing some people involved with that tomorrow. Probably Ooh. posting that to the channel. Uh, well, it depends. I'll probably post it Sunday or something. So, yeah, uh, excited to talk to people about E3. Which I got a little bit of news for that and whatnot. But otherwise, yeah, it's been a good week seeing mm-hmm. friends, prepping, and I got a lot of cleaning to do come tomorrow. I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on this mess. Bless this mess. I need to clear stuff out of the chairs for people to sit down. <laughs> we need better chairs for D&D. If anybody would like to send us better office chairs for D&D. <laughs> I think what will help with the cleaning, just as a quick aside, is when you move our show table into the corner. Yeah, and I have out room, of the room. and... Yeah. You have room to work and you move the cameras around. I think I've got more cameras this time around, too. Yeah, I added an extra camera. We have mics for everybody. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, yes. So enough of us gushing about playing some D&D again. We're Let's, still very excited. We are. We truly are. Let's kick this thing off with some super cool nerd news. <laughs> So coming over here to the desk. Uh, oh man, I just, I, Cora, this hurts me so bad. This this hurts me <laughs> physically. But and I'm not going to be hypercritical. But this week we have seen some teaser images from the new Borderlands movie. Ooh. 
I'm going to go through some of those real quick like. The first one we got a hold of was Kate Blanchett, who will be playing the Firehawk Lilith. And these are just silhouettes. But from the silhouette, yeah, that'd be Lilith. And you know what? I love me some Kate Blanchett. I do. Oh, yes, I do. So, you know, that was the first one we got released. And then we were treated to one of Claptrap. The <laughs> robot character played by... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not even on, like, my push live. Here we go. That's what I needed to be on. So, yeah, we got to see Claptrap, who should not be on stairs because he only has a wheel, who will be voiced by the great and honorable Jack Black. Which oh, Jack my Black God, no yes. Wrong. And here's that here's that aforementioned picture of Lilith right there. That that ooh boy, Kate Blanchett strikes a good pose. I'm sorry. I, oh no, oh no, you're good, you're good. I I was gonna ask because I, I don't know who did um, Claptrap in the original, mostly because I I didn't play Borderlands. Um, actually, we don't talk about that guy anymore. <laughs> oh okay, well then that's a good thing. Uh, he did but a bad it, thing. Uh, if there was anyone that could do Claptrap justice, that wasn't the original. It's Jack Black. Because from what I understand of the character, he's crazy or just spouts crazy nonsense constantly. Pretty much, yeah. And Jack Black can pull that off. New problem. They they probably wouldn't even give him a script. It's like, you you have to end up saying these lines. Otherwise, just improvise. Whatever Jack Black says is gold. (laughs) That man's been entertaining us on his Instagram (laughs) with his many posts (laughs) and his red Speedo. I I love that man. (laughs) Anyway, going back to the pictures, <laughs> yes, though, yes. besides uh, Lilith and Claptrap, we actually got a shot of Krieg, the large psycho that we that yells things like, I'm the conductor of the poop train! <laughs> is, he uh, one, is he the one from that trailer y'all showed me that uh, like had an inner yes. monologue that's actually smart, but everything he says is crazy? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Also, Jamie Lee Curtis will be taking on the role of Patricia Tannis, a very uh, hoity-toity scientist character. Yes. And I can't wait to see Jamie Lee Curtis play this character. You didn't even have to tell me what character she was playing. You just said her name and already I'm sold. Like, she can do whatever she wants. (coughs) We also have uh, Tiny Tina, one of the most adorable psychopaths in these games. I love her to death. Who is playing Tiny Tina? Uh, I don't know who's actually playing Please Tiny Tina. Please tell me Ash is playing Tiny I have to look, Tina. No, she's stuff. not playing Tiny Tina. Oh, come Tina. on. I have to look up the uh, Borderlands cast for the movie. Um, that, Ariana Greenblatt is playing Tiny mm. Tina. We have seen her in... Um, well, she made the 2019 Young Hollywood list. Oh, she was in Boss Baby, Family Business. Not a lot, but I think she's going to do a... Fine job. Uh, oh, yeah. Krieg is being played by Florian Montanay, which I think that is a perfect name for an actor. Play. Oh my God, this dude is huge and ripped. <laughs> oh, oh, he played Victor Drago in the Creed Two uh, uh, movie, and he is a huge man. So yeah, he is perfect for the role of Krieg. And of course. Nice. Uh, lastly, we got a shot of Roland, who will be played by Kevin Hart. And I'm going to be honest here. I was, I'm going to be completely honest with our audience. I was not happy about this tiny black jester playing Roland. Okay? I wasn't. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I, 
I I was like, no, I don't want this short ass man playing Roland and ruining this for me. But I am coming around to the idea. Um, Randy <laughs> Pitchford has gone out and personally, um, and who am I to make fun of Kevin Hart? Dude's yeah. a, the dude's got way more money than I do. Much more success playing it. I just didn't like him for the role of Roland. But you know what? I'm coming around to it, and I'm gonna chill the f out about it and wait and see and wait and see uh randy pitchford has given this his seal of approval and i love the borderlands universe i absolutely do so i do want more people to know of the magic that is borderlands and go and play one and two and three no i'm just kidding i love three i love all the (laughs) borderlands stuff so yeah uh this is i mean as much as uh, this is a solid cast you got kate blanchett yeah you've got You've got Jamie Lee Curtis. Exactly. You say all Jamie. You say all of Jamie Lee Curtis's name when you say her name. The first, second, and the first, second, and the last name. Okay. You say it all together. It's like a pimp named Slickback. You say everything <laughs> together. You, and um and some young and up and coming talent. I mean, I did like um uh Adrian uh Florian uh Montanu in uh um Creed too. He was actually very good in the role, and the man is built like a beast. But he's going to spend all of this film shirtless, so yeah, he does need to be built. But also a good actor. Don't let don't let the muscles and size fool you. <laughs> he can do drama, but now he's got to he's got to do crazy. He's got to do complete and utter crazy. Yes, I'm here. I'm here to see it. I want to see like he gets those moments where he's where he's smart. Like, I want one where, of those on screen where we get to hear like his inner monologue. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Yeah, uh, the Borderlands movie, hang on, it is coming out. Let me get my release date here. Um, directed by Eli, Eli Roth, is being produced by Lionsgate. It is expected to debut, what the heck? Uh, we don't have a release date, actually. Nope, we don't have a release date, but they are filming at this time, so. Okay. Oh, Penn Jillette also has a cameo role in the movie. I like Penn and Teller. Well, I mean, I like Penn Jillette, So, uh, oh, Gina. <gasps> Why didn't they announce this? Mad Moxie is being played by Gina Gershon. Ooh. Oh, oh, Lord, did it get warm in here? That. Why didn't they announce that? That that one flew under the radar. Oh man, I I'm excited for that now. I am excited for that. So yeah, a little bit from the Borderlands movie uh, coming out. Don't no release date yet, but they're filming. So hopefully soon. I know they've been held up because you know the and everything. We're, yeah, we're coming back, yo. We're coming back. Anyway, Cora, it is on you. What All you right, got? I'm gonna continue on with the movie news and talk about a new animated movie that will be coming out on. I believe it's July 19th. Is that what that says? Yes, on. I'm sorry, July 16th in Japan. And it is going to be called Ryu to Sabakasu, or translated, it translates to The Dragon and the Freckled Princess. It's absolutely beautiful. Like, I I cannot get over how beautiful this looks, how beautiful the music is in this. It reminds, like, the animation, the character style reminds me a lot of Wolf Children, but the trippy animation reminds me a lot of Paprika. So it looks like it's going to be like a really good mix of those. I believe we have a trailer. Go ahead and roll that yes. 
Um, let me go ahead and read the description that we have for this film while that plays. <clears throat> Our protagonist, Suzu, is a 17-year-old high school student who lives with her who lives in the countryside with her father after losing her mother at a young age. She loved to sing with her mother more than anything else, but as a result of her mother's death, obviously she can no longer sing. It wasn't long before she and her father grew more and more distant from each other and Suzu closed her, closed her heart to the rest of the world. When Suzu felt that writing music was her only purpose left in life, she then discovers the massive online space known as You where she takes on the persona, Belle. Another me, another reality, we are no longer limited to a single world. Suzu quickly realizes that she is inside you as an avatar, Belle, or as her avatar, Belle. She can sing quite naturally. As she continues to showcase her own music in the virtual world, she fast becomes the rising star of you. Nonetheless, that surprise is short-lived. Suddenly, a monstrous dragon-shaped creature appears before her. And that's what we have. It looks beautiful, like I said before. I'm waiting, like, with bated breath to see when it's going to be released over here in the United States. <laughs> or available for streaming, because I, I desperately want to see this movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. That looks good. That looks really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, and it's just one of the most beautiful animated <laughs> movies that were like, please don't, for, don't you forget about me. <laughs> we're fans too. But yeah, well, we're getting so we, We're great. Oh, yeah. we, we're getting things. We don't just get left out in the dark. We, oh, yeah. It, it's the days of us like pleading and praying to the anime gods to please bless us with an appearance <laughs> over because normally we, we do get, or there's other means we can go through. Oh, yeah. There's a reason I can watch so much, so much Super Sentai and Kamen Rider. Anyway, I'm not but, telling all myself. <laughs> I know it will come over here in time. I just want it to come over here sooner than later. Do we have a release date in Japan anyway? July 16th. July 16th? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it'll be a summer release over in Japan, so it's going to be released here soon. So oh. hopefully it will be released not too long after over here. I believe that's how it worked out with things like Promare and um, a couple of other animated features. I know that didn't happen with Mugen Train, mostly because of the creeping darkness. <laughs> but let's it's hope dying that... off, <laughs> slowly. But let's hope that that does not keep that from at least being added to like Crunchyroll streaming or Funimation streaming, whichever service they go with. All right. Well, let's start with something else kind of pretty. Let's Ooh. talk about Life Slide because yes. I'm gonna go ahead and play this awesome trailer here. We're gonna play it without uh, with sound because they sent it over to us, and then we'll be right back.
Wow. Wow. So let me read a little bit about this game. It is an atmosphere, as they, in their own words, Life Slide is an atmospheric paper plane flight adventure through life. Master a unique flight mechanic as you travel through an ever-changing landscape towards your destination. Each stage is a new challenge, and it takes smart choices and split-second decisions to reach further. Learning to fly well is key. No narration, no text. The story is implicitly told through the environment. This is your journey, and you decide what to make of it. Oh! So, uh, this will be available um, September 19th. Supposedly, we're going to get something a little bit early, which I'm really hoping. And also, we'll be talking to some of the creators, which I'm very happy about. Why am I talking about this game? Because they sent me press, so I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I like this game. I do. I like, you know, different things every now and then. You know, and this mm-hmm. is very different. I was a kid. I played with paper airplanes. We all knew <laughs> that who could build, that, you know, we could build a be- better paper airplanes out of everybody. So, why not do this? Yeah. I'm excited for it. Um, a little bit of backstory on it. You get oh, you're getting 28 stages of life in story mode. Customize, Ooh. replay your favorite moments in endless mode. Six plus paper airplanes with different styles of play. An original score combining electronic, rock, and orchestral uh, orchestral elements. Full controller support as well, which I'm glad for that because I think for this I want a controller. Yeah. Maybe even a flight controller. Oh, God. I'm just trying to spend money here anyway. Apparently. But the trailer looks beautiful. There's also, if you go over to uh, dreamtech.io, um, actually, I'll provide some links. There's um, uh, four, uh, five minutes of gameplay on their site as well. So Ooh. I'm actually, I'm interested. I mean, this is E3. This is the time we want our independent creators to come out. You know, we got all the guys that are going to be big and everything. Yeah. Have, but this... This looks like a, just a nice game. Like something that everyone can play, too. Truly everyone. Yeah, like, and especially with the world opening back up again, there's a lot of people that have that are very anxious to go back into society. <laughs> Me being one of them. Mm-hmm. Or just a lot of people that have a lot of anxieties in general, and they need something to help calm them down. This game is perfect for that. It does seem very calming. Like, Imagine going to, like, coming home from work after a super stressful day. You sit down with your dinner and you just turn this game on and just turn your brain off and just enjoy. Yeah, I'm I'm, perfect. um, You can come over for that interview tomorrow, by the way. It's going to be like at four o'clock. So, all right. Well, we're doing nothing here on the channel, but we'll be uh, interviewing. If you have any questions, you know, but yeah, I am, I'm interested. You've got my attention. Mm-hmm. I'm in the room. <laughs> in this room. But yeah, so that was a little bit of a life slide. Cora, what else have you got? All right. Going to continue on with these good feels. Just kidding. <laughs> and talk about the Studio Ghibli Park coming in fall of 2022. <laughs> so this was something that obviously was announced a while back. They've been slowly building on it. But we're getting closer and closer. It was um, announced that for the fall 2022 opening, we will officially have the Dondoko Mori area, which is the forest for my neighbor Totoro, which will have a shrine and a, a shrine recreation and a path leading to it, like in the movie. 
There will be the Ghibli warehouse. Like a big Ghibli warehouse. I'm not sure completely what's going to be in there. I'm assuming that's probably like the entrance area. And the Seishun no Oka, which I believe translates to Path of Ch Path for Children. I forgot to write down what that meant, and so you all have my apologies for not thinking straight. But that's what we have that's going to definitely be there so far. Things that they will be adding later, though. And this stuff is stuff I'm excited for. We will have the Witch's Home from Earwig and the Witch. Oh, nice. We will have a little area kind of representing the village from Kiki's Delivery Service. We will have Mononoke no Sato, so Mononoke Village, which is the image that you can see here. It's a little um, idea of what they're going to have. And this is the one that caught me off guard, and I'm very excited to see it completed. A 21-foot-long replica of the Castle in the Sky airship. Nice. And there, there's so much more that's going to be going on with this. And of course, you know, there's still the Ghibli Museum in Japan. Um, and they're still going to be keeping track of that. But they're also going to be keeping track of this park. And they're trying to make sure that they're not disturbing the actual natural area too much while building this as well. So it's going to be built more like an actual park. How much longer? <laughs> 2022. So one more year. But I feel like that's very important to note since a lot of the themes for these movies are conservation. This is true. Especially with Mononoke and My Neighbor Totoro. Putting your money where your mouth is on that one. Okay. Yeah. And um, Ghibli, Studio Ghibli will be in charge of keeping track of this park, like keep taking care of it as well. And, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and in anticipation for the film, art film, wrong word. <laughs> in anticipation for the park, the prefecture is also made sure that they have funds set aside to put more parking and more ways to get to the park to limit traffic. Oh, yeah. I gotta actually see where they're building this. I mean, I know some of the areas and some of the prefectures. I'll, I'll look it up later. I want to see how yeah. far on the train, maybe for possibly planning for a visit. Just <laughs> If I can get close to it by train, which is more likely in Japan, you can. Oh, I'm sure that whatever the closest train station may have a shuttle to the park. Oh, God. I, if, if we can do that here... I'm sure they can do it, and it's probably much more efficient, honestly. There. I mean, just leave me in Totoro, and we're good. I'll just live in the shrine. Yeah, <laughs> leave me in the forest to find Totoro. We need to go. We need to go. My curiosity is... Actually, so we know what they're going to add. What movie do you hope that they add something for in the future? I mean, my favorite is Howl's Moving Castle. I know I'm getting... <laughs> a slightly downsized house, you know. I don't know. Maybe make that house a little bit bigger in the future. Get that small one. Get that small <laughs> one in there now. But I think a, I think a life-size moving castle is not too much to ask <laughs> as a fan. I don't think a one-one scale house is too much to ask. I don't. Quit judging me. <laughs> I'd love to be able to like move through the house, you know. Oh yeah, like that'd to be cool. walk through the house, like you could just what what the, no what they need to do is build a one one scale house and then like however much you pay you can rent it out for like a night and live in it like, like kind of like um how they did Cinderella's castle at Disneyland where I'll you could 
I'll take it. Rent the rooms Let in me there. live in Howl's Moving Castle for a day. Have Billy Crystal criticize you every step you take. Sure. <laughs> I'll carry it around on my phone or something. But yeah, that's, as a fan, I'm just saying, like, to get the thing that would just make me, <laughs> like, giggle like a schoolgirl would be that. And, you know, I know we got a slightly downsized version. It'll, it'll do for now. <laughs> Personally... And this is this may be in poor taste, and I really don't care. I want a, I want an area with Japanese that's just nothing but Japanese street food, like in Spirited Away. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's one of those like, huh? That's where things went really bad. But how cool would that be? But also food. <laughs> yeah. But also delicious street food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those that's like on brand. But maybe not a good idea. Yeah, you better have the food there. <laughs> just saying. Oh, like, yeah. You know, just go ahead. That'll be the food court area. Yeah. Oh, that'll be an awesome food court area. Anyway, okay. Now I'm just like going to have, <laughs> now I'm going to have like a weird dream about going through like a life-size house moving cows and what will we Because anyway, because this show does crazy things to my brain. So let's talk a little bit about E320. 21. We have a lot of things that are um, already coming down the pipeline. We're still not quite there. We got a couple more weeks until E3. But one of the um, uh, people that we did not expect to have a showcase, I, I never saw this coming, is Razor. Razor will be having a actual uh, keynote speech at E3. I've got a little bit of information on it. Hang on. They sent us press about it. Uh, let me get my thing here. All right. So it is their first ever uh, E3 Live keynote. Um, of course, they're traded over Hong Kong. But anyway, uh, they are going to be unveiling, and this is this is just a teaser, teaser thing, uh, innovative hardware from Razer's best-in-class technology and design to continue to raise the bar for PC gaming. Now we all have had Razer products, headsets, you know, keyboards, mice. Now they're getting into PCs. And um, we we kind of take, well, we don't really take our gear for granted, but um, Razer has been top of the line for quite some time, honestly. I mean, the, oh, did you, were your headset? I had to remember. I had to return that oh, yeah. first headset yeah, I got because how's the other one working out so far? The other one's been working fine thus okay. far, but every almost everyone I've talked to, the first headset they got, they had to return. Sounds like it was like a uh, a running uh, problem. Ba basically, uh, my eh is Razer can be hit or miss with a lot of stuff, but when they hit, they hit, and if they miss, they are good about replacing the item. No, well, that's good. At least customer service was good. Oh, yeah. So, um, they are giving away a Razer Orochi V2, their uh, top-of-the-line gaming mouse. Uh, the keynote speech will be June 14th at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, and that's all they're unveiling. I just think it's kind of cool that they're having a showcase for the first time ever for gear. Uh, oh, so, yeah. yeah. Tune in. I'm definitely going to... Uh, Check that out on June 14th. I think it's a Monday. Yeah, it is a Monday. I'll be off, so yeah, maybe we'll do a little bit of live streaming or something on that anyway. Um, but if you go to Razor.com and their events page and put in your information, you can be win a chance to uh, get a chance to win 
that mouse is giving away. All you gotta do is just take a guess at what they're unveiling. So right now, I think Razer is gonna come very hard into the um, laptop gaming product. They're, we're gonna see something comparable to um, your gaming Dells or your Alienwares. I think they're. I, I think they're about to really blow. But they, they must have something special they're showing. Oh, yeah. They... Do, to want to do the showcase. The mice, the headsets, and everything, that's just standard stuff we're going to see from Razer. It looks cool. It's, it performs well. I know what it's going to be. Oh, yeah? The RGB face mask. They've been teasing that for a while. Mm -hmm. I, I doubt that that's like the Wait, thing. Wait, that's not like a VR system, is it? No. No, no. It's a face mask, like, you know, that you wear in public, okay. but it has like the RGB the rainbow lights on them oh okay i what if they did because you're speaking of headgear what if they got into vr Ooh. there's not a lot of companies doing vr right now honestly that are doing it well playstation is doing an admiral job but you, we've sampled that oculus is still head of the game on oculus is, but <laughs> hmm. razor could be a good competitor for that i would like to see somebody else get into the vr market Okay, Razor, you have my attention, and I'll see you June 14th. All right, putting it back over to you. Oh, wait, I, I, was, I, I had that screen stuck up there the whole time I was talking. Oh, <laughs> shows why I don't need to work the board and do the show. Anyway, back to you, Coral. What have you got? I've got some more tech shit. That's what I got. Oh, nice. All right. So, there will be a new comic coming out. It's a, a little short comic, as I'm going to call it, because it's a short series. I try to pull my shit back up. Sorry, everyone. I'm professional, I promise. Avengers, tech on Avengers. So the cover art that you see here and the designs for, the for some of the characters as well were done by Ultraman manga artist Eichi Shimizu. So, um, as stated, he drew the, the suits for Iron Man and some of the other superheroes that are going to be in this comic he's also going to be drawing the cover art for this series as well part um um with his partner sorry tomohiro shimoguchi so we've got some some good talent there but it doesn't stop there that that's not the end of it jim zub of Uncanny Avengers is going to be writing and Jeff Cruz is going to be drawing the six issue series. Kenji Ando who, and Jun Goshima um, Kenji is from Tiger and Bunny and Jun Goshima is from uh, Super Imaginative uh, Super Imaginative Chogokin they designed the villains for this series. And Ryoji, uh, Ryoji Sekishimi of Mobile Suit Gundam UC and Gundam Build Driver Rise drafted the story concept. And this is going to interest you, Jason. I didn't, like I'm not already interested. I didn't get this picture specifically because I wanted to surprise you. Bandai Spirits and SH Figure Arts are going to be making a tie-in, are going to be making figures to tie in with this series. You buried the lead <laughs> on me. 
That's what you should have led with. <laughs> now I got to do a search for this. Or are you gonna? Are, are you sending? Is there a picture? Talk to me. <laughs> There's a picture. You have found this some laptop. Toys I is, don't know. This laptop is. Yeah, the laptop needs like some restarts. And stuff. Anyway, so I can't send it. it it's not been it's not been run in like a year i think honestly it's been sitting over there all that time so uh yeah i'm interested actually the cover the cover art looks fantastic and i love me some ultraman exactly i love the toku stuff so oh boy according to um what we have here for the story synopsis it's going to be taking place a year after the destruction of the infinity stones that were gathered by thanos According to Marvel, when the Red Skull wields a strange new power that strips heroes of their powers and threatens the entire world, the Avengers turn to Tony Stark's experimental new technology to save us all. Here come the Iron Avengers, tech-on Avengers, sleek high-tech power suits bristling with energy and amped-up attack power face off against supervillains enhanced to match. It's mechs and mayhem in the Marvel Mighty Manor. Well... I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I love the armor design. It's kind of like one of those things like, why don't the Avengers just get armor from Tony Stark? You know, yeah. everybody. Just give everybody armor. And here you go. There you go. Um, the story, Some of the heroes that will be included in this story are obviously Iron Man. Duh, he's on the cover. <laughs> but also it will feature Captain America, Spider-Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Wolverine, Red Skull, Loki, Venom, and there will be other characters as well, obviously. Um, and that's what we have so far. Cool. Well, I it, am sold. It looks really cool. On, <laughs> I mean, you have a tech story being let, like, with the concept being created by a Gundam writer. You, there. Yeah. You, you did good. Are they gonna be kaiju with this? Um, no, no, that might be asking too much. Don't, don't, don't get your Ultraman stuff in here. <laughs> what I love is like this is obviously not the first time we've had a comic that's from Marvel where they've collaborated with Japanese creators, but this is it's still good. I love that Marvel collaborates with specifically Japanese manga creators to create something new. I don't remember the title of it, but I know he worked with the Shaman King. Um, Stan Lee worked directly with the Shaman King creator to draw and write a story that was released from Marvel as well. The only thing I remember about that comic was Stan Lee being a, a samurai with a giant spider tattoo. That's all I remember because I had that poster for until it fell apart. <laughs> but it's good. I'm very excited. And, uh, yeah, I see that toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn you, SH Figure Arts. They've already got your money. You're so expensive, but I, I'm a sucker for pain. Their <laughs> quality is worth it, Oh, though. yeah, absolutely. I mean, like... I have plenty of their stuff, but if y'all had just kept making Rangers. Anyway. <laughs> It'd be okay, what it'd okay. be. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to have to get one or two of these uh, figures. Uh, I'm hoping they make a couple more. And spread them out a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, make more of the characters. So, all right, what did I have next? Oh, okay, I <laughs> have. Um, well, Seth Rogen has been teasing something. He's got a lot of irons in the fire with Invincible. I believe something with uh, he's doing something with He Man right now. But also now he's 
doing an animated TMNT movie. Now, I thought the animated TMNT movie they did in 2014 was very, very good. And I kind of wish somebody would have just expanded on that more. But uh, this little drawing thing was posted on Seth Rogen's um, Twitter page. And there's a bunch of drawings like, uh, but if you look at it, they're drawn by Leonardo. Huh, interesting. Yeah, there's a lot to take in here, but one of them is a date in the far right corner, August 11th, Ooh. 2023. So, yeah, I think that is our planned date for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot. Um, yeah, but this is all Leonardo's doodles and stuff, and if you read through it, it's very cool. He's got a whole bunch of stuff. It's It's... It's, it's very on character, and I want more of this from each character. Yeah, I need more of this from each character. So, yeah, TMNT reboot. Uh, Seth Rogen is doing it. He's, you know, he, he did yeah. stuff with Twilight Zone, and, you know, he, he's been doing a lot of production work behind the scenes, and I think it is good for him to expand in this film. And it's not bad what he's doing either. Yeah. Especially his involvement in, with Invincible. I think he's doing something with there, too. He's... He's got a lot of irons in the fire, but yeah. New animated TMNT movie, and I'm here for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give you another story. I'm going to tell my kids. But anyway. All right. <laughs> well, it's not so much a story as just kind of circling back to something we had mentioned before, just because I am still just floored by, by this. So... Um, it was either last month or the month before we had talked about the Mawaru Penguin Drum um, campaign, crowdfund campaign for Recycle of Penguin Drum, which would be a, a special 10th anniversary compilation movie for the series. Um, it finally ended this past week and they raised 958,000 US dollars from this campaign. <laughs> They raised almost a million dollars for this series, for this movie. I'm just floored. What was their um, starting goal? Um, oh, I, I forgot to write down what their starting goal was, but um, they made a thousand percent higher than their starting goal. Oh, okay, yeah. They, yeah. They, they weren't asking for too much, and they got way more. Um, Ikuhara, who is the creator for it, had mentioned that, you know, the studio still gets calls and letters from fans talking about how much they love this series and how much it stayed with them so for this 10th anniversary this also just feels like them trying to give back as well obviously when when the people donated they they would get they get like keychains dojinchi and all kinds of other stuff as well sadly none of the none of the uh overseas fans got anything because we couldn't donate so yeah that almost a million dollars was only in Japan. No one outside of Japan could could donate. If they could, that number would have been way higher. I can already tell. But um, we do have some information regarding the film as well. Um, Ikuhara obviously is going to be directing the film. Lily Hoshino will be doing the character designs. She's actually the one that drew the the goddess over here. Brainsbase was the original TV production company, but looks like they're going to be going with Lappin Track for this film. And that's all we really have right now. No word on casting, which obviously it's a little early for that. But I'm personally hoping that they 
and bring back the original cast so that we can have like a an actual like reunion kind of thing with the series oh. or with this movie sorry clearly everybody wanted um this thing <laughs> to become a reality oh yeah <laughs> mm. Well, it's, it's one of those shows that you get one season of, and it's really good, and then you just get nothing else. Hmm. And so, you're stuck with, like, this good, and you would like more. And so you just keep waiting, and then you get basically presented with the perfect opportunity for more. Cool. I like seeing, I love Kickstarters where people, like, make that, make that shit happen. Yeah. I did want to, uh, we got a couple minutes left of the show. We kind of exhausted our stories, but I did want to, because I was thinking about doing a, um, something I've actually been mulling over that's been very important to me. But um, Martin Freeman, um, mm-hmm. you may have heard of him. He's a big time actor. A little been, bit, a little bit. Been a couple movies. Well, one of his, one of his movies that, I was, that he was in that I loved him in, he's been in the MCU series, and he was in Black Panther, which is a movie I love. And Chadwick Boseman, gone far too soon. But Martin Freeman has commented on the new Black Panther Wakanda Forever script. Wakanda, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever is set to release in uh, July 8th, 2022. Um, but he has said that the script is very good. And he will be reprising his role as Everett Ross in oh, the good. movie. Uh, but he was on a uh, the one show that's on Metro... And he didn't divulge any other details, but he said, I've read the script. We're all sworn to secrecy. I will tell you, uh, I've read the script. It's very good. And we will be doing it at some point, I guess, in the next several months. I'm going to be in the States and doing that, but I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Of course, it's still going to be directed by Ryan Coogler, who will be, you know, taking on the reins of it again. But my question to you is, and I think it's time, it's, it's, we need to talk about this. We need to recast the Black Panther. Yeah. I I I am going to certainly miss. No one is and whoever whoever gets the job, mind you, has some huge shoes to fill. Oh yeah. I mean, but do you it's it's time to recast this character. There's no way that Chadwick Boseman would want us to stop making Black Panther movies. Oh no. Just because he's not around. This movie meant a lot to a lot of people. Me being one of them. And I would, I know that he would not want this character to just go by the wayside just because he's not here. Yeah. But he'll be around watching. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking about doing a video where I basically pick the next Black Panther. I already know people are going to dislike that video. Bear with me. Just bear with me. <laughs> no, no one is going to replace Chadwick. No. But I believe that somebody out there can do a fine job. So, yeah, look for that series. But, yeah, apparently Martin Freeman, who has been in some blockbuster movies and knows knows a little thing or two about acting, has said the script is very good. That's, that's a good seal of approval. Yeah, I do trust Martin Freeman's opinion, especially as, like, one of the only white people in that movie I trusted. So, <laughs> <laughs> And he was very good in that movie, too. I loved him in that movie. So, yeah, I just think it's time. We need us. We need us a Black Panther. But who's going to wear that mantle? And whoever it is, just please, let's take it easy on them. Let's let them do. It will not be the same, and it shouldn't be the same portrayal. He should not just be mm-hmm. a carbon copy. 
but I need to go through my list and, um, and I think you can join in too but the top five actors to reprise the role of the Black Panther I think I'm pretty sure Chadwick Boseman would want this so look for that video soon I, I was mulling it over I had I actually <laughs> asked somebody else they were like I think you should stay away from that one honestly they were like I think you should I think you should just stay away from it and I understand people have strong feelings about this yeah I do too I will say, I think you should be the only one for, like, your your opinion on that one carries a little bit more weight than what my opinions will, as a... Yeah, your opinion's valid, but you're not, you're, 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 you're the Martin Freeman of our group. <laughs> <laughs> we accept you. Uh, I am... You, sh- you can come to the cookout. <laughs> oh. Okay, that actually feels good. Yeah, you can actually cook food. You can come to the cookout, so... Wait, I, w- I won't bring potato salad. Of course you Bland won't. potato salad. Because you got raisin. a lick of sense. That's why you can come to the cookout. So you're invited. You're good. <laughs> no, um. It's going to be, it's going to be a hard video. I've already started oh, yeah. like looking at people that I would want to play in. And like, I want everybody to reprise their same roles. Uh, I don't think bringing back, um, um, I can't think of his name. Um, who played his nemesis in the movie? Why can't I think of his name? The actor. Um, why can't we think of this anime-loving nerd? <laughs> because we're on the spot trying to think about it. Yeah, that's right. Hold on. God, why can't we think of... Martin Michael B. Jordan. God. There, God. Why can't we think of... <laughs> we're just both just blanking over here. But Michael B. Jordan is a fine actor. I don't think they should bring him back to like become the next Black Panther. I understand a lot of people would have wanted that. But he he did what he needed to do in that movie. He played the role as he needed to play it. So yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and say he's out. But one of my picks, honestly, is Denzel Washington's son, who's doing fine work. Um, he was in that uh, movie about the guy, the black man that became the member of the game, John Washington. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a perfect choice for it. And not just because he is new to the scene and, and he comes from, he's Denzel Washington's kid. Some acting has rubbed <laughs> off on this man somewhere oh, in yeah. his childhood of watching his father grow up playing all these iconic characters. So he's a heavy pick. But that'll, that'll be a video coming. So I'm not going to ruin it. But yeah, uh, look for that soon on the channel. I've already been doing my research on it and writing up my little scripts and stuff. So anyway, that kind of ate up some time. But yes, uh, announcements. Like we said, we were playing D&D. Look for announcements on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Live, And on Twitter and Instagram, at Live. I'll give you a little sample of my character right here. Hold on, let me get him close to the camera. <laughs> He's an awesome dragonborn cleric with a mighty hammer. And he talks like this. I try to like keep my mouth like this because he's a dragon, so he would talk like that. <laughs> kind of like Sean Connery, but not without but without the, the yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, not that bad. Anyway, my character is going to have a lot of secrets because he he is a rogue. I can't not play a rogue without hey, with with secret. Can't be no damn man woman. <laughs> That's the voice I use whenever I say something like that. To Anyways, <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm just excited to play. I, I, <laughs> All of our characters are going to be awesome, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, look for that announcement. Twitch.tv slash Live. Go over there and watch some of the videos. I did finish out Resident Evil. Some of those uh, streams are on our YouTube channel as well. Even a, There's even a jump scare from me. 
They got me. Actually, they got me a couple times in that game. You just see me, and I, I hate Resident Evil. Like that's usually what I say right afterwards. <clears throat> but there was one where I thought I was safe, and then this monster jumps out the water, and I'm just like, ah! Look, I clipped it. I would love to watch you play a horror game. No. Wait, no, no, no. Let me finish. Where your mic is on and they can hear you. I would love that. My like, mic is on and they can hear me? Like, your mic is on and if you talk, the monsters in the game can oh, hear Jesus. you. Oh, Jesus. Like, it, it's as if you're actually the character. I would love to watch you play one of those no. games. No. No. Like, specifically, I want to watch you play Phasmophobia. I've heard about this game. I want to watch. Like, I will sit in here with you. I want to watch you play that. I'd say hold hold my hand, but I'll be playing the game, so I'll be scared. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) we'll see. I do want to try Phasmophobia. I'm actually looking for a game to play, so maybe that'll come out in the channel. Anyway, everyone in the chat, tell him to play Phasmophobia. Then he has to. Want to follow us personally? You can follow me on Instagram (laughs) and Twitter at Jason the X. Coral, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Corodono Art if you want to follow me for things specifically related to drawing, anime, and Suikoden. Please talk to me about Suikoden. I'm very lonely. We also have the Suikoden popularity vote coming up soon to vote for your favorite character. Remember to vote for Flick and Stallion because they are the best characters because they're the blue characters. Remember that. But um, if you want to follow me for things that are related specifically to Final Fantasy XIV and screenshots, you can follow me at chaotic underscore noodle on Twitter, and I will try to be better about posting when we are going live for G-Pose streams if you want to learn more about G-Pose. All right. Well, that's it for the show. We'll be back next week. Well, actually, we'll be back, you know, this week. So anyway, as we (laughs) always say around here, keep Keep on on nerding. Alright, that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to check out the live video version of this, you can find it at YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, all at SCNS Live. Thank you so much for watching. Have an amazing week.